Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Singer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. We are talking step number six tonight, which is present moment, and we are talking intuition. That's right. I am Kelly Fox, and my beautiful co-host is Terry Sayer. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing great. Good to be here. Good to have you. <laughs> so, I don't know what happened to our guest coach tonight. They weren't able to come, I guess. So we are just going to forge ahead, forge ahead without them, and hopefully they'll contact me and we'll be able to get them on the show later. But Terry, tell me, intuition, what does it mean to you? Well, intuition is, uh, is an interesting concept. We'll have a lot of different definitions for intuition. Sometimes it's a little voice, and it just helps me to to make decisions on a, you know, on a a daily basis. I don't always have a real hit of intuition every time I have to make a decision. And sometimes I just have to trust that I'm, I'm in alignment. And so what I'm going to do or say or think is going to be propelling me forward on my journey. So I don't think that I could ever say that every decision I make, I have this, you know, intuition, intuitive hit, but I Mm -hmm. do rely upon that intuition. I seek that intuition and I try to live my life in a way to be able to have that as a, as my companion, as I, as I go through my, you know, through each day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I have, there's like different levels. I think of, of how I think of intuition. Um, I think of it as kind of like that gut feeling, like you were saying, um, or just, you know, and knowing that um, something is right or not right. And then there's where I feel like when I'm being kind of led um, and where I feel like, um, like, like something is talking straight to like the core of me, the spirit, my spirit is speaking with someone else's spirit is how I kind of think about it. Um, and that might be the, the Holy ghost or that might be, um, Ron Britton. (laughs) And, um, or it might be something else that I, that I get led to. And I feel very, very pulled towards that direction. Like that is what I'm supposed to know to continue my journey. And mm-hmm. I also think of the voice of freedom as being intuition. So lots of different ways that I attribute different things to intuition, but intuition is definitely one of my values to to listen for it, to follow it, and to um, trust it. And I think that trusting my intuition was one of the first places that I realized that I do trust myself. 
because even in the early days when I wasn't trusting or felt like I wasn't trusting anything, um, I was trusting my intuition. Mm. So, or I was, um, or you could look at it as I was trusting what I felt were promptings from my higher power, which for me is my heavenly father. So I, I, I have always trusted that. And I've always trusted my ability to follow that. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I think it's interesting how you talk about different sources that, that guide you or lead you or point you in a direction. And I think, that's one of the things that I'm really grateful for is this synergy that I have um, in the things that I follow or the things that I read, the things that um, I'm, I resonate with or that attract me to read and study that there's this common, common, I call it synergy. It's just this, the way they work together, like fearless Mm -hmm. living and my faith like uh, Carol Tuttle, who is somebody that we follow as well in living our true nature and understanding our energy and, and addressing our truth. That's another, that's, there's just this synergy between all of these practices that have come into my life and, and most of them in the last 10 to 15 years that, uh, that have brought mm-hmm. me to this spot where I feel like they're all working together to guide me and as long as I'm in alignment with my values and my faith, you know, I can utilize these tools and these strategies to keep myself on the, I call it the straight and narrow path and just stay true to myself. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's max of integrity and it's max of being in the present moment and being guided by our intuition and trusting ourselves as well as our intuition, that we are in a, that we are in alignment. Because I know both you and I have alignment as our word for this year that we're uh, focusing yeah. on. Um, and I think the more I'm in alignment with my values, both what I'm thinking, what I'm saying, and what I'm doing, the more open I am and present I am, and then able to access my intuition and trust it and just you know, move forward out of my comfort zone, taking risks, moving forward and learning, learning new things. And that's my passion is to be a learner and to learn new things and learn new truths and then to utilize those truths in my, uh, in my life. And so that, that's just, uh, you know, it's, it's the way everything works together. So it's, and I call that synergy. And that just, to me, is very, very much builds my confidence that I'm on the right path and that I'm living true to my nature and being true to myself. And that then allows me to uh, be more loving to myself and then more loving and of service to others as well. So it's that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think each of us is at a different place in our lives. And, and I think learning truth is truth, whether it comes from fearless living or it comes from it's my nature or it comes from the scriptures or it comes from speakers. The truth is the truth. And then there's that way things work. They work together for your good and they work, you know, it doesn't mean everything's rosy. It means you have challenges, but those challenges give you opportunities 
to bring to bring what you know together in order to stay true to yourself and work through and learn from those challenges. And when you when you're able to do that, then you don't get discouraged, you don't get disappointed and you don't beat yourself up. You continue to be true to yourself and love yourself and through doing that and filling up your own soul, you're able to help others to do that as well. And that's yeah. what we do as coaches. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I can tell you're passionate about it. I think mm-hmm. that there's a lot of different ways that we can think of intuition, but I think definitely you have to be present to be able to hear it. And I think that that's why it comes along right here in present moment is that if you're, if you're worrying about the past or you're, fretting about you know something you did in the past or you're worrying about the future and how you need to do this and that and that um to be able to achieve something in the future then you're not living in the present moment and that voice or that feeling or whatever it may be for you is talking to you but you're not hearing it because you're too distracted right. with the past or the future. And I really think that you have to be present in the moment to be able to hear it. And there's different times where I'm very present and it's like I'm I'm actively listening to uh-huh. to that yeah. voice. I'm I'm listening for that voice. And I think you talked a little bit about that before. And then there's times where it just comes and I'm like, hmm. Where is that coming from? Is it coming is it coming from me? Is it coming from, you know, um my higher source? Is it coming from um, you know, you know, some random, you know, connection or something? You know, where is that coming from? And as I have practiced listening and following through with things, I've found that most of the time regardless of where it's coming from, it's good to do. Um just trust that regardless if it's coming from me or it's coming from, um, you know, uh, my heavenly father is my, is my higher, higher power, um, universe, wherever it's coming from, you know, your angels, (laughs) whatever you, whatever you, um, whoever you listen to, right. Um, that it's still good to do. And I, I, I feel like that's like how you said um, being on the right path. And we're talking about this is the, the, the 12 steps to change, but it's also a pathway. And if you follow it, if you access these steps and you keep risking and you keep stepping out of your comfort zone and you keep accessing these tools, it is a pathway to freedom. And so I think that that's also another way of, you know, Am I on am I on the path to freedom? When you really simplize things, there's fear and there's freedom or there's fear and there's love or there's fear and whatever, you know, you call it. And we we all I the thing that's opposite of fear, um, for us. And so this pathway is going to be leading you in that direction. And I think that for me, it definitely does feel like it's a check system for me. Do I feel aligned? Do I feel like I'm going the right direction? Do I, am I doing those things that I know I need to be doing 
to feel aligned and to be taking care of myself and to be filling my cup on a daily basis, on an hourly basis sometimes, right? Am I, am I actively engaged in being on the right path and going the direction that I have chosen to go? And my intuition is a great system to check in on. And say, okay, how are we feeling with this? Do we feel like this is what we're supposed to be doing? Or does it feel like this isn't what we're supposed to be doing? And so I think that the more we can check in with ourselves, the more that we can act on things, the more that we get familiar with with that voice or with that feeling or with however it is that you you sense it, the, the easier it is to sense it and to step out of your comfort zone and to follow it. Yeah. Yeah, I think you brought up a really good point in that. It's something that I I work at, and it's not, uh, it's getting out of my comfort zone, is to be still and listen. And Mm -hmm. I've tried to find some ways to do that. So in the morning, part of my morning routine now, after I read my, my scriptures, I just sit sit down and I just close my eyes and I take a few minutes uh, to just be quiet and and mm-hmm. listen and sometimes my brain just goes I'm blockers and I start thinking about everything I have to do but I'm trying to get into that zone where I can just you know listen so I'll practice breathing and I, I'm not real good at meditating but I what I think is meditating I'll just be still and breathe and try to keep my mind open and being present and that's a real challenge for me because my my brain just goes as soon as I wake up in the morning it's like ah I gotta do this I want to do that this is a a project I want to get you know and it just starts going so uh like I'll turn off and when I'm in my car I'll turn off all the the radio and all the noise you know all that I'll just turn it off and try to just listen you know while I'm driving along just just listen Mm-hmm. And I think that's really hard to do, you know, it's for me. I mean, for some people it mm-hmm. probably could be easy, but for me it's it's really a challenge to be still and to listen. And I know my, my mentor, when I was going through the Careless Living training, coaching training program, she used to tell me, just listen, just be still and listen. And so mm-hmm. I'm trying to do that because that's, that's the way, you know, I'm practicing that because that's the way to be present. And that's the way mm-hmm. to allow your intuition to influence you is by by being still and listening. Yeah. I find I have different ways of meditating as well because I feel like if I'm quiet and close my eyes and concentrate on my breathing, I'm going to fall asleep. Uh-huh. So... Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> which is what has happened when I've tried that before. And so I think there's lots of different ways that we can do it. I know that sometimes walking um, Mm -hmm. is a great way uh, for me to kind of allow all of the, the thoughts come to the surface that I've, you know, not the busy thoughts, not that I got to get this done and I got to get this done, but like, really what I'm thinking and I'm feeling and what's important to me and what I'm passionate about start to bubble to the surface and I'm able to express them in a way that I'm not normally. Um, And so something that my husband and I um, do from time to time when the weather's nice is we go for walks together 
and we really take the time to talk to each other about real things, not we have to take the kid here and what do you want to do for dinner? But, mm-hmm. you know, the, the the things that are at our core. I also talk to myself when I'm driving. Uh, sometimes I just, yeah. I because I am a speak to think type person, I have an open dialogue and I just start talking and things will come to mind that I have, I have not thought before. And mm. it's almost like I'm having this conversation with someone, but it's just me in the car. And, um, and that is really helpful, especially when I'm on, you know, a drive between, uh, Terry's house and my house, which is about 50 to 55 minutes, um, of a drive. And so I'm usually in the car by myself making that drive. And so it, it is a way for me to really take advantage of that, of that almost hour by myself and, um, allow myself to think and not about, Oh, I need to get this done. Like I said, it's not, Oh, I need to get this done and get that done. But it's, it's, I, I'm really worried about this. You know, what are we thinking would be, you know, the best thing to do in this situation? You know, what have we done already? What are things that we, you know, we've, have been suggested do we really think that that would work are we willing to do something else you know and just have a really deep conversation about those things that for the most part I probably avoid thinking about um and I find that helpful also Gentry uh Potter who was on the show I believe last month it was uh suggested having uh doing a journaling where you ask a question and, and then you wait for the answer Mm-hmm. And um, so you write the question down and then you wait and you and you wait and, and listen to um, what comes into your head and you write down what comes into your head. Rhonda Britton also does another exercise that's similar to that. And she says to write the question with your right hand and then write the answer with your left. And so it takes your kind of takes your brain by surprise and you'll be surprised what what you write down with your left hand um or if you're left-handed it would be opposite huh have you tried that I believe I have I, I can't remember specifically what um answers I've gotten but I know I've heard her say that before and I think she had us do it in a workshop before so I'm pretty sure that I have um but I just think it's interesting to to switch hands, um, yeah. so that your kind of your brain is kind of caught off guard and your fear is caught off guard, and uh, you just write. Um, I'll have to try that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, there's different ways that you can. Um, I think there's like a hundred and something different ways that you can meditate. I have a friend that uh, that is an expert on that, and I think she gave some kind of a hundred and 60 or something um, uh, number to me once. And um, I think that that's, I think that that's really amazing because you can do that with anything. I know when I was, uh, when I was a swimmer in high school, we would have these long warm ups, like, you know, 30 laps or something like that. And, you know, you would get into this groove where you're, you know, you're swimming and you're, 
you're, you know, you're flip kicking and you're swimming and you're flip kicking and you're swimming. And I think that that can be a meditation um, of just allowing yourself to think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've had that on my So there's all different kinds of ways. Yeah. Yes, so I, I know. I think either, mm-hmm. either I don't want to do it or I don't know how to do it or fear mm-hmm. is keeping me from doing it. Because those are the three things that, three reasons why we don't do something that's on yeah. our list. It just keeps getting put to the next next day, to the next day, to the next day, you know. Either yeah. we don't want to really the... do it or we don't know how to do it or fear is keeping us from doing it. Or, I don't know, fear buster or fear holder backer is that there's a right way to do something. Uh-huh. And and we don't do things because we don't want to do them the wrong way. But really, yeah. any yeah. way that, I mean, you could do it so many different ways. There is no right way to meditate. There is, you know, whatever speaks to you, you know, is yeah. is what works. You know, yeah. like... You, you you love uh gardening and and you know keeping your garden maintained that can be meditation yeah it sure can be yep that's a very good thing for me to do mhm you know so there's i think that that need to do it right is is a huge barrier for me and it's kept me from a lot of things this fear that I'm going to do it wrong. And yeah. really there is, there's very few things that you can, that have a very specific way that you need to do them. Especially when it comes to thinking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or that's not true. thinking. That's very, true. Yeah, that's very true. And that, that, uh, you know, fear of, of right and wrong, black and white can really, hinder you from getting out of your out of your comfort zone for sure because it's mm-hmm. just all or nothing that's a huge risk yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah so that's a good really good point i like that something to think yeah. about when you're considering being in the present moment too because the present moment is you know being open to opportunities right <laughs> not not yeah. having to do it right or wrong or there's a there's a right way or wrong way to do it, but just being open to that growth mindset, you know, what can we learn today? Can I, can I wake up tomorrow and have learned, uh, practice something that I'm more competent at today than I was yesterday because I was willing to practice and be in the present moment, you know, mm-hmm. those increment, incremental steps of, uh, you know, of growing. Yeah. Yeah, so we have just about two minutes left. Is there anything that you want to share with our listeners before we get off tonight? Well, I think it's, it's, it's a really important thing for people to to listen and be still and, and to be able to to know when they're when when intuition is playing a part in their lives. You know, to, to how does it feel? How does it sound? How does it look? How does it you know what what do I feel or think when I'm when my intuition is influencing me, you know? So Mm -hmm. I think that clarity around intuition really helps the person to recognize it. You know, you may, you may be having intuitive hits, but you don't even realize that that you're not aware of that, that that's what it is. And I think defining Mm -hmm. it for yourself and then seeking that intuition and then following through. 
Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I think that it's it's definitely a practice. It's something that we can't just um, we can't just expect, right? Expectations. We can't just expect ourselves to um, to just be able to all of a sudden hear it and do it. It's 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 a practice. You know, we we need to yeah. be um, present. We need to be aware. We need to be willing, right? We need to connect. Yeah. I mean, all the steps go into it and um and if we're if we are truly wanting to to nurture our intuition it is that you know it it is getting to know it um listening to it and really knowing the difference because i think that our voice of fear and our vo- our voice of freedom our intuition can sometimes we can sometimes get confused between the two of them Right. And the more you know your your intuition, the more you know your voice of freedom, the easier it is to tell the difference. And to really yeah, yeah. to really know um to really know when to listen and when to go, Okay, fear, I got you, but I'm okay. Right? Yeah. Well and probably the the most powerful question to ask yourself is is this empowering me or is it disempowering me? And your mm-hmm. intuition is going to empower you, whether it's to face a challenge, whether it's to take a risk, it's going to empower you. And just being able to distinguish between the two is a, is a thing to practice as well when, when you're seeking intuition. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we thank you guys for being here with us tonight. We appreciate you coming back each week. And I feel like we've, talked a lot about present moment and intuition. I hope you guys got a lot from it. I know I did. And we just want to remind you that all of this information is from the Fearless Living Institute, which is founded by Rhonda Britton. If you'd like to know more about Fearless Living or Rhonda Britton, please go to fearlessliving.org. And you can get a lot more information there. We also have a couple workshops coming up. So please go to fearlessgenerations.org and check out those workshops. The one we have this month is going to be March 22nd and 23rd. And it is Fearless Loving and learning all about the way that you love yourself and others. It's going to be a really great workshop and we'd love for you to be there. If you have any questions, you can always here or at Fearless Generation. So everybody, you have a great night, and until next time, be fearless. Alas, good night. Good night.